0: Hello, welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our teacher-to-parent segment where we discuss education-related topics. Today, we begin our first-person accounts where you'll hear from teachers, parents, and administrators as they share their experiences during the past 18 months. In today's episode, You will hear from Mrs. Usha, the headmistress of the kindergarten wing in a school in a metropolitan city. She shares her reactions to the initial school closure, some of the difficulties her students and teachers faced, and how she and her team worked to continue to provide instruction to their young students. And now to Mrs. Usha's account.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Usha. I'm a teacher, and I chose to be a teacher because I love being with children. I've been around many parts of Tamil Nadu handling children in all age groups. But I particularly love children in the nursery level, the smallest level where it all begins. And so, now, I am in charge of the nursery section in the school where I studied and I am very happy and proud to go back to the school which has made me what I am today. Like every year, 2019 went by and 2020 rang in. Like every year, we welcomed the new year with a lot of hope, excitement and happiness. Little did we realize that things were going to change. Like every year, we started our planning with earnestness. We usually plan in the month of January and so we started planning just like every other year. But our plans remained on paper. Come March and the threat of corona loomed large. Schools, offices and everything else shut. Things came to a standstill. At that point, all of us felt that this was just a matter of a few months. Of course, an unexpected holiday is always welcome and we enjoyed this unexpected break that we got. Slowly, the reality sunk in. The break was getting a little too long. This was not a holiday due to a sudden flood or rain. Corona was dangerous and it was here to stay. In the month of June, we heard that some schools had already decided that they would have some virtual classrooms. We got thinking, how can we continue the learning in our children? How can we ensure that our children don't miss out on their learning? Lot of discussions, meetings, conference calls went around. What was the best way to reach out to children? There were children from different economic strata. We had to keep that in our mind. We also heard that some of the parents had gone back to their hometown because they had no jobs here. They had lost their source of livelihood. So what do we do? That was when we decided that we would start making video clippings of activities and other learning sessions and send it to the parents so that they could play it for their children whenever they had time and they could record the student responses for the work that we had given and send it back to us. And this way the videos can be replayed over and over again so it was not like a one-time session. Parents could play it at their will. And in any case, virtual classrooms needed the support of parents for very small children. So we started taking these video, take, uh, video clippings. Teachers began sitting in front of cameras, takes, retakes, editing. It was almost like we were shooting for a movie. Many of the teachers were very conscious, scared, confused. Teachers were under constant scrutiny of parents. It was really very scary. Every day I used to get calls from teachers. Ma'am, it's difficult to edit. Please don't change anything. Just leave it as it is. Many of us felt we were working 24 into 7. The stress of staying indoors was also getting on to us. The day stretched. And then we decided we needed to bring in changes. Everything was a little monotonous. So we decided to have virtual celebrations. We celebrated Dasara and Diwali in our own little way, virtually. And then we saw that this was a good idea. We were getting good positive responses from the parents. So we decided to increase the frequency of these live sessions and we sent videos once in a while. And so we are now continuing with our virtual classrooms. If you listen to me now, you would think that everything was going so smoothly. No, no, not at all. We have our own challenges. We still are not able to reach out to all children. Some of our parents don't have smartphones. Or some of them have only one phone, which the older sibling was using for her classes. Another very, very serious challenge that we faced was financial constraint. School maintenance, paying salary to the staff, all needed money. But there was no money coming in. The government, with all good intentions, had told the parents that they needed to pay only 75% of the fee. But even that money was not coming in. Parents were asked to pay only in installments. They were not forced to pay the fees at one go. Still, money was not coming in. Some parents felt that since the children were not coming to school every day, there was no physical classroom, there was no interaction with the teachers. So why pay money at all? It was just online sessions. So there is no need to pay a fee. Some of them didn't have the money to pay the fee. All this resulted in teachers getting a cut in their salaries, other staff getting a cut in their salaries. And all this was a big problem. Despite this, many teachers tried to help students find donors to help pay the tuition fee. Every time, only these questions came to our minds. When will this all end? What's going to happen? Will there be a normalcy soon? Added to this was the other important challenge of not being able to assess the student properly. In the higher classes, Uh, When they had Google Classrooms, they had quizzes and paper pen tests and MCQs to assess the learning in children. But we, in KG, we couldn't do that. So we did not know how to assess their learning curve. Besides, there were a few children who never attended classes. And a few children whom we didn't have any know-how of where they were. Like they say, tough times don't last. Tough people do. We have tried to be tough during these tough times. We have tried to learn new things, tried to make learning interesting. But frankly, we are all waiting for all this to end and for our children to walk into our classrooms.
0: This is the end of today's episode. Next week, We'll hear from a parent of a young child on her concerns for her child's education. If you'd like to share your story, please write to us at podcast at forallourkids.com. That is podcast at forallourkids.com. Until next week, goodbye.